Well, it's astounding what magic one performer can produce on stage with the ability to play many roles simply through movement and voice. Tahi New Zealand Festival of Solo Performance brings together soloists emerging through to established from around Aotearoa for 10 days of performances and conversations about the specialist theatrical form. This year marks the fourth Tahi and it will be hosted in Wellington. 18 shows across four venues in 10 days. I'm joined by two of the participants in the festival, choreographer and dancer Sasha Copeland and Wellington writer, spoken word poet and playwright Helen Vivian Fletcher. Kia ora kōrua. welcome both of you. Kia ora. Hey. I'm assuming both of you um, enjoy solo theatre and I just had a little think back myself, some of my favourites, Bruce Mason's End of the Golden Weather, Tour Phrases Number 2, Christian's Dairy from Indian Inc, Tim Baum's Ballad of Jimmy Costello, Michael James Manaya, written by James Broughton, just as some of my, my absolute favourites. Um, Helen, for you, what is the appeal of writing? Because I think it's tricky, writing a solo play. Well, the, this is my first solo play. So it was the particular story I felt fit this medium best. Uh, it wasn't an avenue that I had thought about exploring myself, though I do I do love solo theatre. Some of the shows that I remember most clearly have been solo shows. Um, but it wasn't a, a medium that I had thought about exploring myself until I had this particular idea um, based on my own my own experiences, and it just it just had to be a solo show. Obvious question, of course. What's the story you're telling? So it's it's always an interesting one because normally when you try to talk about a show, you're trying to avoid spoilers. But when it's based on your own life, uh, it's very your your existence is the spoiler. Uh, but this is based on. Um, I have a very severe and very bizarre sleep disorder and this has led to some bizarre situations and some very dangerous situations. Um, so about four years ago I nearly broke my neck in my sleep and as I was lying there in the hospital completely immobilized waiting to find out the outcome I was thinking this is going to be really funny one day. And uh, and yeah, just decided to write a solo show about what led up to that that moment of being immobilised in the hospital. Goodness me! So, what approach have you taken then? Because I mean, solo theatre, of course, takes solo performance takes many um, variations. So you can have one mm. performer playing many roles, um, but your character Briar, how how is she portrayed? So she is a fictionalized version of myself and she is interacting with characters who aren't there. And we have a, an interesting element with this one of integrated sign language. So uh, Nicola Clements, who's the sign interpreter, is actually on stage and interacting with uh, Pauline, who's playing Briar, um, all the way through. Come back to you in a moment, Sasha, I'll bring you in here. It sounds to me like you're having just the most fun with the show you're bringing to Tahi. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's fun, but also a little confrontational, I have to admit. Um, yeah, it's the first solo show I've made as well. So it's called The Emperor's New Clothes. And it's basically about the things that exist in society and particularly in the economy but that we all know about, but we don't often kind of name. Um, and yeah, I'm doing that very physically. So I'm applying the economy to my own body, which is, yeah, fun and also rather intense. 
Um, so how far, I, mean, I don't want any spoiler alerts here, of course, but how yeah. far are you pushing? I mean, you're, of course, you're so expressive with your body. You're made for this kind of theatre. Uh, but how are you, it sounds like a big story and lots of ideas. How are you going to be portraying this on stage? Yeah, so it is a combination of um, speaking as well as dancing. I did a whole research process where I, um, I performed speaking and dancing at the same time. So I've sort of been refining different ways to communicate. So yeah, with The Emperor's New Clothes, it's a real fusion that is also live music. So it's not wholly solo. Um, so it's a real fusion of, um, I guess, playing a character that is almost like someone who is trying to sell you something or start a startup company. And then this much more textural, expressive, full-bodied creature in the way those two things sit together. Both of you then debuting solo work. Sasha, what got you thinking then about taking this step? I mean, you're hugely invested with Java and all the, all the dance work that you've done in the past. But, uh, you know, it's been very collaborative. But just you on stage in The Emperor's New Clothes, what, what made you want to give this a crack? Well, I think when I was 20, I actually, I looked around at people making solo shows and noticed that it was all really young dancers because it sort of makes sense to make a solo show at 20 as a dancer. But I sort of wondered what it would be like at 40. And then I got to 40 and I really wanted to make one. Um, And it's partly because um, I just have to admit how personal the body is. It's so personal. And so there's something really beautiful about being able to directly like whatever is in your heart or your soul or your brain or your spleen, just being able to directly express that outwards onto stage. Um, Yeah, I guess without having to um, go through someone else. (laughs) And Helen, with you, I mean, one of the lovely things here, of course, is that your uh, performer and director can talk to you about the script. But when you were writing it, I know it's a personal story, but when you were writing it, you have to write it also for the performer and acknowledging that they're they're by themselves. So these interactions that they're having with other characters, how are you how are you approaching it and, and how is your actor going to portray these different personalities? Yeah, it it was really interesting throughout the different drafts. It it changed quite dramatically. My first draft was very much direct audience address. Um but that led to kind of a lack of tension in the script. Um, and so in the in the further drafts, we did start to bring in these additional characters and having this switch between talking to someone who wasn't there and talking to the audience. Uh, and Pauline um, has been fantastic with just shaping those characters in the air. Um, the director, uh, Laura, Jorge has has been really great in guiding her that that was a really interesting process to watch uh just these moments of Pauline just sitting before she uh, before they got to the got to the text just sitting imagining these characters so that the audience starts to see them as well uh so it's been a it's been a really interesting process uh and and that dramatic change in those those drafts was a difficult process um, working out where that balance was and it would swing from one one in one extreme to the other but I think we've I think we've landed on a, a balance that works 
Well, there's all sorts of different ways. I remember with number two, it was just kind of seamless and suddenly it would be the, the voice in a slightly different stature when I saw Madeleine Sami do the role. I mean, it was just absolutely fantastic. I mentioned before Indian Ink uh, and they would use masks or false teeth, um, for example. Sasha, what what about you? Do you have, have, you, have you been doing any particular segue work? Yeah, absolutely. Like there's a, um, a part in the show that's a bit like a product launch <laughs> um, and it's looking at um, all the different, basically if you turn the volume up on any different character you could be or person you could be. So, um, and I use really use dance vocabulary to express it in costumes. So I have like a very efficient lady dance and a good time girl dance <laughs> and a demure princess dance even. <laughs> um, a puppy dance. So it's, yeah, it has the feeling of like, yeah, all the different characters you could turn the volume up on if you wanted to present them. Um, but yeah, it's really fun to use uh, choreographic vocab to do that. So yeah, finding like, if you were really kind of fun and didn't think about anything, what would that movement be? And it ends up being kind of a jiggly head and really boppy movements. Um, so yeah, huge contrasts. Of course, one of the big advantages of solo shows is if you want to tour them, <laughs> you can tour. You know, number two, I think it was um, it was a chair, uh, was the one prop. Uh, and when you're thinking about Jan Bolwell and Helen Mulder, for example, you know, two solo performers, toured their shows for years around the Motu. Um, Helen, what about you? Is are you hoping, you know, once you've got through that opening night and through the festival, would you like to tour your work? Well, this in Tahi, this version is actually a developmental season. So this is the first, very first iteration of it, and it's it's been designed to de- to be developed from here, I guess. So what that looks like, I'm not exactly sure yet, but it would be nice to to see where else it can go, I guess. And Sasha, I mean, you're no no stranger to being out on the road and touring. <laughs> would you like to to take um, the Emperor's New Clothes out and around the country? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have to admit, we actually already have a season planned for next year, which is really exciting. But um, I don't think I'm allowed to, to announce it officially yet. Because, um, yeah, this is the premiere of the show as well. But, yeah, I think having toured quite big extravaganzas with barrels and things, I think it would be quite nice to tour something a little bit lighter. I wish you both well. Talking to Sasha Copeland and Helen Vivian Fletcher, they're taking part in Tahi, New Zealand Festival of Solo Performance, starting on the 8th of September, not far away, at Bats Theatre in Te Whanganui Atara, Wellington.